It's week 15 in the NFL. The Cowboys can maybe still make the playoffs. The Giants almost beat the Eagles. And I'm sure we'll find something to talk about regarding the Redskins. So stay tuned. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I don't want to talk about this game. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> I got to be honest, I didn't really watch all of it, and I was trying to read the post-game articles and video, and I was bored just watching the wow. recap. Wow. Wow. That residual uh, yeah. shade hurt. That did hurt. Well, like, you, you threw know, all the shade over here, and I felt like, some. Is it shade if it's true? It's supposed to be fun Is it shade if it's true? That's my question. No. Angela doesn't care. He knows what's up. Yeah. Okay. Are the Redskins are still playing this Well, we are getting along <laughs> in this NFL season. It's crazy that it's almost over. I feel like that was a snap of the finger. We're on for to... you. Yeah. Jeez. Well, I mean, this is still like high contender time for the Cowboys. So this, ah, come on. I mean, all right. I'm not going to give up. Obviously, I'm going to be hopeful, but... We'll see what happens. We'll see. <laughs> Moving on. Welcome in, everybody. My name is Jenna Bussier. You can find me on Twitter at Jenna underscore Bussier. This is the NFC East Reactions and Update Show. We got all of our panel here tonight. What's going on, guys? How's it going, Jenna? Hello. I'm Josh Rodriguez. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. <laughs> all, the right. all, all the letters. And I'm D'Angelo. You can hit me up on Twitter at D'Angelo TV on Instagram at D'Angelo. All right. How's everybody doing? Uh, you know, it's Christmas time. It's um, Christmas. There's things to be hopeful Christmas. about. Christmas. You didn't get, I mean, you did get your Christmas present you wanted. The coaching staff was fired. Yes, I did get that. <laughs> um, so. I, was, I was hoping that we lost to the Eagles, and we lost. I was getting nervous. It was nice to see the team play fairly well on offense for the first time all year, but, you know, I did want to catch that L, and we did. Wait, oh, so <laughs> yes. I did not want you guys to catch yes, that L. You disappointed me greatly. You almost had it down to Sorry. the end there. Don't trust us. I not mean, this so year. this was a lot closer of a game than we expected, right? Mm. Steve, how were you feeling during this? Was there a point you were nervous? They got up two uh, touchdowns in a row, their first opening drives of the game. So, I just need to explain how low the bar was for me heading into this oh. game. A, <laughs> we're already the NFC. We're already the NFC East champions. Mm-hmm. B, our star quarterback is not there. And C, it's not the end of the world if we lost. So the fact that we came out and ultimately won, it is an ultimate success. The fact that Nick Foles fit into this offense, I'm not going to say like a glove, but like a mitten. <laughs> it's a good like he didn't fit into the offense like a glove, nor should he have. Okay. He fit into this offense like a mitten. So we have we have, mittens... we have two weeks to work out the fingers. The thumb and the hand got in there. Oh, we're getting further into this metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I just took it as okay. You're more of a glove guy than a mitten yeah. guy. No, but like, opinion, right. maybe some people like mittens better. No, but like he <laughs> okay. he fit this offense like a mitten, not necessarily a glove. When did that one come in? How long were you working? Just on this second. Just this second. <laughs> just this second. I Sounds like it. I approve. <laughs> well done, Steve's but brain. I have to say, I'm. And I'm not the only person saying this. I'm very disappointed in the Eagles' offense. Or, sorry, the Eagles' defense. defense. For the last three weeks, they've underperformed. And for the two weeks before that, they had gotten probably an unwarranted pass. Because Seahawks, the Seahawks at home, the Seahawks are an explosive offense. Mm -hmm. The Rams, it was the Rams at home. The Rams were one of the best offenses in the league. The Giants, though? 
Yeah, exactly. So that's a perfect place to start. Let's take a look at the Giants' offense. We had a lot going on this week. They put up 434 yards on offense. When does that happen all year? We have Sterling Shepard, one of the healthy receivers that is back, a a part of your starting core that played extremely well. He had 11 receptions. He himself... um, had many yards. I'm just picturing <laughs> <laughs> where my 11 receptions yeah. with a lot of yeah. yards. Lot of yards. <laughs> oh, he had 139 yards on 11 receptions. There it is. One of them being a 67-yard touchdown, which we will show. We have the clip. If we'll you roll insist. That if we insist, because we got to give the Giants credit where credit's yep. due. Especially against, again, this Eagles defense, which has been so dynamic. I mean, you guys are number one at stopping the run. There was run, no one around him. But that's the thing. <laughs> You there was some wide open receptions during this game. Like I mean, that's a, dra- that's a three, drag. That's route. a three yard drag route <laughs> yeah. into the house. All right, Josh. Very important question. Yes. How are you feeling on the swag level of that touchdown? <laughs> the swag level was yeah. at I, w- I would say about an eighty two. Well, um, oh, so we're going out of one. Well, listen, it's like a three yard drag route, and it's nice to have a playmaker. Um, I forgot what it felt like to have a playmaker yeah. on offense, no. and. Um, yeah, I mean, that was just terrible defense, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I, I gave him 82 because of the dance at the end. Right, so a lot of these receivers were wide open on the day. I mean, Sterling yeah. Shepard we know is great, but for Tavares King to be wide open and Roger Lewis getting all of those. Ooh. Exactly. <laughs> Several weeks ago we were all saying who. Now we should at least know a little bit of who they are, considering that that is the <laughs> no, <should've>. Giants receiver. <laughs> <laughs> so the assumption that we're watching Giants games. <laughs> um, but Eli, having a good day. Three touchdown passes, one interception, but that's kind of vintage Eli. For the three touchdowns, we got to get one interception. <laughs> that there. ratio is too good. <laughs> um, and Orleans Darko with a rushing touchdown. And this, they said this during the game, which I thought was crazy. This is the first rushing touchdown by a running back for the Giants all season. Mm. So by I a believe, running back? By a running back. That's yes, not true. at the running There's back no position. Way that's true. They said Darko has a couple, game. He's had to have some touchdowns. Darko has a couple touchdowns. I think so. Or maybe he's the only running back to score a yes. rushing touchdown. Yes. Okay, yeah. that's and yes. then I know that Eli had some in there. So he had two <laughs> rushing touchdowns. Yeah, so it's Eli and Darkwell, the only running back score. Yeah, because Gal- 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 backfield Gal- score. Gal- <laughs> so backfield fact, rushing touchdown. So then the fact that you guys allowed twenty nine points from the Giants, how much is the defense a concern for you going forward in the playoffs? Um, I think. These three weeks, so this week and then the next two weeks, I always thought this was a retooling period, not a rehabbing, not a re- like just like a tweaking period. I thought Foles would be a bigger problem, and I thought that would be the thing, or quarterback and or Foles in the quarterback position would be a huge problem for the next three weeks that we would have to wait and see. And as best case scenarios, we actually had a chance to do that. Foles is not not as big a problem as our defense. Mm-hmm. You know, the good thing is we all know that's the problem. So that they've been fixing, like I guarantee you, they spent all day today trying to fix that problem. You're, the defense is a problem. Mm-hmm. You need to you need to stop more passes. You need to stop more runs. You need to get <laughs> to the quarterback more. Fundamental defense. I love so how I'm, simple you're making this. You need to stop passes. <laughs> you, like if, you're scolding your child. You need to pick up your clothes <laughs> and put them in the dirty laundry. <laughs> So if the quarterback throws the football and the receiver catches <laughs> it's it, it's not called a foosball. No, it's a football. Okay. But like, pass the pigskin. But I, I'm not as concerned about our defense as pundits on television are. Mm-hmm. Of like, this is it. They're done. <laughs> Foles can kind of, you know, Foles can kind of mm-hmm. ride the ship. But the defense, the defense is bad. It's like the defense. There's a good defense there. We've mm-hmm. seen it. It's Absolutely. got us this far. 
they need to find it again. Yeah. So well, I think that's why I'm scolding yeah. them like a child who knows better. Yes, absolutely. Because it's like, it, you, I, I, I would understand if you're two and I'm trying to ask you to pick up your clothes. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. No, that's a really good point, though, They're because this Eagles defense like, is really good. To, so to see them perform like that against the Giants, I mean, maybe it's just the tension of the rivalry. And the Giants wanting to stick it to the Eagles if they're going to bring it to any team. The third week of a road of a road trip, like this is the third road game in a row. I know, I know, Meadowlands isn't that far, right? But like maybe that's a part of it. Maybe okay. there's a little complacency because we did win the NFC East last week. Maybe okay. there's a little turmoil within the team of like how sure are we that Nick Foles is the guy? Hmm. There's a lot of reasons. I'm not okay. here for excuses. I'm here for results. There we go. I'm John Taffer somehow. So, well, I mean, there's still plenty of hope with this Eagles defense. We have Ronald Darby interception on Eli Manning, the one to the three. Uh, but the Eagles have 17 total no. interceptions on this year. Mm. So, again, they do have a really good defense. So, I don't know if we need to get crazy about it. Well, they're very opportunistic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some defenses... I don't, I'm not putting the Eagles in this category, but there are a lot mm-hmm. of defenses who turn the ball over, but they're still not good defensive. Does that make any sense? Like every once no, no, like, the, the, like sometimes yeah. offenses shoot like themselves. a flicker. But 17 interceptions. Yeah, like on the like year? like the, 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 the Tampa Bay Bucks turn the ball. The Tampa Bay Bucks turn the ball over a lot, but their defense is terrible. Does that make sense? No, that makes complete they, they, sense. They, they they give up a lot of points. They're probably one of the worst pass defenses in the league. Mm-hmm. They don't get to the quarterback, but every once in a while they'll turn the ball over. They yeah. have, mm-hmm. I think they have like a nice turnover. And it'll be like a bit of a stat thing. By the way, their D backs are so good at returning the ball, though. By the way, once a year. I like at, at the very least once a year I get to go to the Dave and Buster's by my house <laughs> and have three cups of coffee and watch eight football games that, at the same time. Why do you have three cups of coffee? It's, 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 so it's ten a.m. on a Sunday morning. Which Dave and Buster's by your house? Uh, the one on Highland. Oh well, now everyone I'm, I'm knows my back, neighborhood. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back east. <laughs> All three people. <laughs> I was thinking back in Philadelphia. Good one by the Ben Franklin Bridge. But there was probably one. But there was probably a lot of entertainment in watching me watch this play because. Mm-hmm. At that point, you're down seven to twenty, and yeah. you have the ball in your hand. Yep. I, wa- I want you to get in there. <laughs> Don't give our offense a chance to not score. Just get in there if you can get in there. Mm-hmm. So, do you think Foles having a good game is more of the Giants being a bad defense, or you know, their season basically <sighs> over? Or is it Foles actually? You know, I divert back to my um, my my mitten analogy. Okay. Perfect. Fits, I did not get enough of that. He fits. <laughs> he fits our off- he fit our offense this week like a mitten. In time, I hope he fits like a glove. That's it. <laughs> in time, you have two weeks. In two, is yeah. that enough time for him? Three to... weeks. If you get the bye week, we have three. Yeah. We stretch have the, bye the week. mitten into his fingers. We definitely have the bye week. It's whether we have the first or the second seed. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think he's, I think if he wasn't a championship caliber quarterback, we would have seen it this week. He is clearly three touchdowns against three touchdowns in the NFL mm-hmm. especially against let's be fair the Giants defense aren't like four touchdowns oh sorry four mm-hmm. four like, touchdowns zero no interceptions exactly like, he honestly put up Wentz like performance I feel like there was a time where I almost forgot that it was Nick Foles for a second like mm-hmm. I looked down at my phone I look up I'm like oh Wentz just scored oh wait no that's not Wentz that's Nick well, Foles I think the scoreboard is what made it clear that it was not Carson Wentz <laughs> because he had a lot of opportunity like it's not like every time it's not like every drive he was successful that's a Carson Wentz that's more or less Carson Wentz as we've established mm-hmm. this year whereas Nick Foles he had a lot of failed drives and that's why we were 34 to 29 and I don't want to put too much I don't want to put too much against the Philadelphia defense because they 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 did force 
uh, they did force. Um, I guess it's all special teams. Never mind. Three three yeah. blocks. Three they, blocks. They blocked that, every single thing they could have. A punt, a field goal, and an <laughs> but extra. But that's point. kind of special teams more than defense. So I guess I have to yeah. stand by my initial pick that it's the defense. Yeah, the special or teams did awesome. The on special Sunday. teams did real well. Really the special teams really kept this game mm-hmm. a winning game because it's a close game. It's a close game. You don't want them to have the football with seconds left. You don't want it to be a one score game. Mm-hmm. But uh, blocking and like. Making it six to nothing from the start, that just felt really good. So the regular season, you guys will be fine. Uh-huh. I mean, you're already clinched the playoffs berth, so you're going, but you we still can the week win. One by. Yes, Which everything, exactly. Oakland, you should easily win. If the Cowboys can win, I'm sure you guys can run through them with ease. <laughs> and we will talk NFL's about that <laughs> ridiculous Cowboys game. Um, and then you guys have us, which is up in the air. I'm not going to say you're going to run through us because that's my team, and I think we can do it. And we, and depending Zeke, on, we have a chance. We, we will have Zeke, Zeke back. back. We can do but, it, guys. And, and depending Let's on Minnesota, go. we might not have any reason to play. Oh, okay. Well, to stop us from getting to the playoffs, that's definitely an Eagles or an NFC East team move uh, to do. I could see it happening. Going hard just to stop the Cowboys the from playoffs. making the playoffs. Our bench that's can do that. Definite... Our bench can handle that light oh. work. Wow. Oh, no, no, no. But let's okay. be very clear, and I'm on record right this second. Um, I, as an Eagles fan, I do not want us to play any starters in Week 16 if we've clinched the number one seed. If Minnesota okay, so loses and we win. So they're not playing week 17 and they're having a first round bye. So they're not playing then for two weeks with no football game. Don't you think that that's going to kind of mess up the a momentum? A team that just lost his quarterback to Torn ACO? Yes, I think they'll rest. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, think they will. I want to be on record. I, I want to be on record that I don't want to see starters for the majority of the game in week 16 if we've already locked up the one seed. I think your coach will agree with you. I think, I think <laughs> one thing so. with a mind, with a group. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, Jenna. I know you're a Cowboys fan, but they, <laughs> do you know that? Yeah. Listen, they, they don't, they're not going to be like we we have to we we, we have to keep them out. They're they the biggest threat in the playoffs. They, they, they're taking no. they're going to take I, care of themselves. I think that they hate us enough. No, like not that no. much. Well, no, not it's the fans. Extent. The fans. I mean, we didn't do not it to them. No, no, we do, we do, but like we also. We have depth in our team that mm-hmm. we don't need to start everyone. We don't need to start yeah, all no, our starters you, you on week 16. Right. We, we didn't do it to you guys seat. last year. It was the same position, and we started Mark Sanchez. You and played Tony, Tony Romo. Romo. Yeah, exactly. Romo got in there. He had his last touchdown yeah. of his career. So. The rivalries between the fans, it really is. I mean, the teams, they might hate each other a little bit more because they have to see each other twice a year, and then you see the same players mm-hmm. over and over again, but mm-hmm. it's the fans that really hate each other. It's not so much the teams. As I, I've established, it's more on, yeah. it's more one-sided. Eagles yeah. fans hate Cowboys fans more than the other way around. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If anything, Cowboys fans hate Eagles fans because Eagles hate Cowboys fans. It's actually a perpetual mm-hmm. rival- rivalry. We don't know how it started. Just being the same. I mean, it's getting way deeper. <laughs> Let's go back to the roots of time. That's another show. So heading into the playoff then, with your defense, with Nick Foles, what NFC team are you the most fearful of seeing? Um, I have to be fearful of the Seahawks because they... Really but still? they're not even technically in, the in it I yet. know, but I'm saying if <laughs> you're talking... They might not make it. But like they're the only team we've faced head-to-head and got beaten by. Not they're the Vikings, of, not the Saints. Panthers, Falcons. <laughs> we beat we the go Pan- down this We've beaten the Panthers. We've beaten the Rams. Vikings, how you feel about them? Uh, we haven't faced the Vikings. I, if if we're if we're ranking on a scale it for of one to ten, how, <laughs> how confident are you um, they have to get to like they have to make it two weeks. Like we have to make it two weeks. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Like and that's th- like if you're asking me who I'm most fearful of, I'm most fearful of the teams that have already faced us, mm-hmm. and of the teams that have already faced us that are in the playoff hunt. 
only one of them has beaten us, and that's the Seattle Seahawks. They're a different team now, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> no, I agree. And also, they'd have to come. If the Seattle Seahawks do make the playoffs as of this moment, they would have to, whether we were the one or the two seed, they would have to come to Philadelphia to face us. That's yeah. huge. So, it like, that's huge. That's huge. That is a completely different team, and you're right. It's already a completely different team from yeah. two weeks ago. I like Minnesota a lot. I mean, I know we're not doing a... NFL, like a general NFL show, but we may. I, I you're like, seeing them go into the Super yeah, Bowl. I like uh, Minnesota a lot. It'd be a great story. That would. Can you imagine Case Keenum? Can you imagine as a home game? Yeah, Can you imagine a, a home game Super Bowl? Yeah, I don't. After his career, after last year, really everything. Like I just think they're so complete. I mean, the way Case is playing, it's they have they, they, they have playmakers. It, if there's any semblance of the every NFL, position, if, every position they have playmakers. Case is playing well, and they have the best defense in league in my mind. And the fans mm-hmm. deserve it. That and they might have and they might have home field advantage. The only way they lose is if Case Keenum has a vintage Case Keenum game from last year. And Jeff Fisher. I feel like at this point in the season, we're almost now like we're just waiting for the playoffs. Like, yeah. I'm sure D'Angelo absolutely uh, yeah. is at this point. So, you know, yeah. you want the entertainment value. Do you see the roster the lineup for the games the this weekend coming up? I mean, I'm trying some to, boring. Games. I'm trying to figure out why Minnesota would have the would would have the tiebreaker over us if we've never faced them. Minnesota has beaten the Seahawks. That's a good question. I'll, t- I'll, I'll check. I'm pretty it. sure because that would Josh, be the only way the they. Because I remember we've had the same record and they they were the mm. one seed over us. And I think that's the tiebreaker is if they have a head-to-head win so, over somebody who's right. lost us. Common, common opponent. They beat the Rams. Or, or they beat Kansas City. If They would have had to oh, have beaten Seattle you know or Kansas City. What? Actually, you guys would have it because they lost to Carolina. You beat Carolina. But it's, hmm. a lot of, it's a lot of variables in the tiebreak. Stress the schedule. Yeah, yeah, it's no. not just head-to-head. Is it, but, like, wouldn't head-to-head? Well, it's I, I think, tie, then head-to-head, then... Record against the conference. I think they're lost to Carolina. Oh, is it conference record? Yeah. But we're, yeah, it's a couple of them. Well, they lost two games in conference. Where we've... Lost how many? We lost one. One. You lost Seattle. Yeah. Because yeah. we beat so Kansas City. You, you would have, you would have we'll the Cowboys the coming up. You would have the tiebreaker. Still, we'll this see. This is the It'll type change of stuff that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it comes like math I don't actually in a sense. Yeah, yeah. We'll and see week 17 what right. happens. And I don't actually know the tiebreaker procedures. I, like, that's good to know. Yeah. I assumed it was because we lost to Seattle and Minnesota beat Seattle, but I'm not actually sure if that happened. It becomes so ridiculous and mathematical that I just want to wait. I mean, I know what the Cowboys need to do to get in there and what has to happen around the NFC, but it's at the point where I'm kind of just like, all right, let's just let's see where the chips fall. Just win. Just win. Just, it comes down to us ultimately. Yeah. But anything else on the Eagles before we move on to the Raiders Cowboys game? Um, just the defense and mm-hmm. that if things are bad, they're not terrible because we're already in the playoffs. We can already mm-hmm. win. And I just want to brag right now. I got into my playoffs in fantasy football as a six seed. <laughs> and I'm in the finals right this second. Ow! Stop hands! Might be a little the, bit different than fantasy. Do you guys see the But it's the, the same idea that if you have a chip in a chair, if you have a playoff berth... I'm a Giants fan. I, I, I know exactly <laughs> what he's talking about. Sneaking in the playoffs two years and winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. So. Like, it's a thing. Like... Well, it's a thing of you sneaking as a one seed, but I get your, I get your. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but what I'm saying is like the yeah. Also, First week also by. the best comment I heard this week, I believe it was from Ike, Ike Reese on the on the Eagles post game show, mm-hmm. which is this is in college. There's no style points. A win's a win. Right. Yeah. Doesn't we matter beat how the ugly. Gi- we won against the Giants. Yep. We've won twelve times. Right. We're one and of the best. And only certain people will go back and remember. We have lost twelve times. There are no style points that's to losing music, either. That's music no, style points is that number two draft pick. Sir. That's beautiful. Oh, y'all should just play for the one. All right, it's Eagles, Eagles, Giants game. Boo! Different than we expected, but entertaining. Yes. 
But we're going to move on to a game that was interesting, to say the least. And uh, lit like a horror film. This is Cowboys this Raiders. This is a primetime Sunday night football game for the first half. I almost wanted to turn it off, but I couldn't because it was my team, and obviously I'm going to watch. This is a do-or-die playoff game for us. But this just turned into ridiculousness. Did you guys see everything <laughs> that went hard. down in this game? So, yeah, Juliet, sorry we passed that Eagles highlight. Let's go and ahead and pull up that Derek Carr fumble with seconds left for Heath, them. Man, he's saving your season. Heath, <sighs> Jeff Heath, the most unsuspecting person. This is somebody who he's didn't good. even start like for us. Jeff this is his first year starting at safety. Yeah. He was special teams his entire career with the Cowboys. Last year, coming in clutch with some he's really massive plays. So we're going to pull this up. This is Derek Carr on a third and three. Third down. 30 seconds left. Opportunity got the first down. Got the first down. to win the game Just. here. And... Jeff Heath makes such an incredible athletic hustle play on this. I was so impressed by him. So is the narrative here all about Jeff Heath on that play? No, it's also David Carr. But, like, it's... You're talking his toes... If his toes were in a different place after he made that... Or before he made that leap, it's a touchdown. Yeah. Like, this is just one of those teeny, tiny, blade of grass kind if of plays. If his toes unlucky, were in another... Literally, like, if, his, if he has one more leap... Mm-hmm. He can get the ball into the end zone before and he fumbles. Oh, hey, he could have actually ran out of bounds and ran the next yeah, play. Or, yeah, or he made it, <laughs> yeah. to, the, like, he made it the out of bounds, the clock stops, and but then they kick the field I mean, goal. That's like, instincts, you know? You're going to reach for the goal yeah. and see it. It's, this is okay. one of those nail-butting moments for me. I'm like, no, no, he's going to score a touchdown. Jeff Heath pushes him out, and then they call a touchback, which I didn't know necessarily was going to happen at first. I was right. like, what? Cowboys ball? Our game? We're going to kneel? We get the ball back. We but win. But I'm saying, like, if he had made that dive uh Literally a toe sooner, it would have gone out of bounds at right. the one. Right, right, right. Like yeah. if he had made it a, a toe later, it would have been a touchdown. It's a blade of, the, of grass play. Y'all got lucky, Jenna. No, Y'all got this lucky. is one yeah. of the many Twice. examples. <laughs> uh, like seventeen times, honestly. This is one of the many examples in this game where luck was just on our side. I mean, the fourth and one where Dak ran and he had that uh, QB sneak, which we're going to pull up the little folded paper measuring the measurement tool. I mean, this just should be used in every NFL game going forward. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing either. It's never been a thing. This has never happened before. I know we're going to show it. Yeah, we're going to show the clip. We're going to queue it up. But at this point, it's like a balls and strikes thing to be very honest. Like, this... First down marker because I didn't know that was the rule. Like I usually, you would have to determine that the ball somehow crossed the plane of the chains. If I was a Raiders fan, like, I would have been pissed. If you can fit an index card in between the goalposts and the football, doesn't that mean it's short? I'm still confused by this. Like if he could fit it, if in he between, can fit it, doesn't mean that it was the first. I mean, his whole defense was I didn't actually need the index. Don't card. bring it out in front of a million cameras. I just cameras. used it to you confirm idiot. what I already saw, and that's that the ball was touching the stick, the marker, and that it was a first down. I'm like, then why pull out the paper? I brought the index really card. Um, but I was hysterically laughing being a fan because this means we, we get it. But if I was a Raiders fan, I'd be so pissed off. And here's what I mean by how this is a balls and strikes scenario. Mm-hmm. Because that that spot where the ball is, that's that short. Was, it looks short to me. A, short. it's short. Okay. B, that was arbitra- like to a certain extent arbitrarily placed by a referee. Yeah. Like, yes. No computer yeah. decides where that right. ball oh, goes. Every time. No, I one, know. no one actually talks a refer- about that. Yeah, like yeah. A ref- it's and the people who move the chains, like you could move over an inch or two just naturally, just by yeah, holding the chain. Yeah. But so, like, well, and it's a human error. Yeah. It's it's a human error level that it's just all it's a part face. of the game. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> just like, okay. why? So, <laughs> and him in the butt. Like, way to go, bro. So take a good hard look at that ref's face because that was the ref that called the Dez no catch in our Green Oh, Bay come Packer. on. Stop it. 
Stop it! <laughs> this is that Stop rug. it! No, what's what does that matter? What does that matter? It matters so because it's crazy <laughs> that he has never refed a Cowboys game in three years. The last Cowboys game that he refed was when he called the Des Bryant Des caught it no catch to make us lose a playoff game against the Packers in 2014. Who cares? Okay, I'm not saying that I care. I'm just saying, is that interesting? You guys don't think that that's nope. funny? I still can't find one interesting no. at it. Also, this NFL. This is the first game this ref no. has called in three years. Could and how ironic is that? It's like he's turning the table saying, I got you guys this time. first game in three years. Oh, that's what you think it was? No. First Cowboys game. You think he had the index card in his back pocket? Like, I'm going to use this today. You see that smirk? You see that smirk? He's like, I'm not going to mess it up again for you boys. I got you. I don't I'm going to use this. To change the subject. I thought it was funny and ironic. NFL. There's already RFIDs in your football. We already know this. Use them. Are there? <laughs> yeah, they put RFIDs in the football so that the, the I think it's either the booth upstairs or the booth in New York can actually track where the footballs are on the field at all times. Oh my God, why are they using this? This is amazing. But like why aren't they using yeah, it for first downs? I agree. Cuz that that would be the easiest way to track if you could literally track the placement of the football. I think right. they've been playing with this for about two to five years. I'm surprised they haven't had like a that. Like we're literally so. either they're deciding that this is an umpire level balls and strikes mm-hmm. kind of a moment, right? Or they haven't perfected this technology to a point where they can just arbitrarily and digitally oh. say the ball broke the plane <laughs> because we have an RFID chip in it the ball. It hurts my mind. But so, all I know is this game came down to whoever sucked less, and <laughs> it was a game of gifts for us. So the Raiders missed a field goal. That's the only reason we even won. It would have right. been tied. Mm-hmm. It would have went into overtime, regardless of Carr fumbling on that. And the me that was starting back Prescott anyway. Fantasy, who ultimately won but could have used the points, wanted, <laughs> wanted us to Dak, go into overtime. Dak really didn't have a great game. He our, did hit Our game. passing offense has just been in shambles since Zeke Man, has been he, out, Dak honestly. Probably the happiest person as Zeke's coming back. So do you think it's going to change? Two interceptions. But my thing about Dak is every time he makes a mistake, there's always an excuse for it to not be entirely his fault, but it still happened. And that doesn't settle right with me. Like, oh, you know, he got hit on that interception and he kind of was falling back on his back foot and he kind of lobbed it in the air. Oh, everyone's saying around me, it's not really his fault. I'm like, yeah, but it still happens. And he's kind of doing this. And a lot of his passes seem to be inaccurate. And I love him. I want to defend him. It's only his second year in the league, but... Our passing game is not there, man, and it's concerning. This is a blessing in disguise for Dak in that, you know, this is something he can work on during offseason. Zeke's coming back so they can Mm -hmm. go back to form, but I think no quarterback really gets this opportunity to really see, okay, this is what I have to work on in my game. The team's still behind you. You're going to have your job next year. Mm -hmm. So, like, I just think it's just something he has to progress in. He's a fourth-round guy still. That's a a really good point, that they're supportive of him. They they know that he's still the number one guy, and they're saying, okay, these are your – learning kinks and we're gonna get through this and we're still behind you and it's unfortunate it's unfortunate to hear that he's a bus thrower to a certain extent Mm -hmm. instead of just i i threw the football and it got intercepted therefore it's my responsibility but this happened like at least like but it is i know there is that but there's also like you don't want that to always be the case but it's also it's also fortunate that whether he's a bus thrower or not the narrative is going to be, whether they make the playoffs or not, the narrative mm-hmm. is going to be they were playing well with Zeke and then Zeke went away. Yeah, always. With, and like with that's and going Zeke. to that's going yeah. to be this year's narrative for the Dallas Cowboys. It, if they make the postseason, it's gonna be, oh my god, they but like the tides have turned, they're coming back, if they don't make the playoffs, mm-hmm. it's oh, well, they lost Zeke. They they had all those losses because they didn't have Zeke. Well, listen. And it's a sophomore quarterback. Give them credit though. I mean, they did lose three in a row with Zeke. 
to start off the suspension, yeah, and but, but then they the won three in a row, and then Dak mm-hmm. found ways to win. I mean, I don't think he, he didn't have a good game last game, but no, the game before sure. that, he was okay. Like, he's he's been okay. The, the wins have honestly come down to mostly our defense yeah. holding their own and actually well, playing very well. Our special yeah. team, yeah, yeah. Punt re- we had a punt uh, return touchdown the other day, yeah. mm-hmm. blocked punts, our special team's playing well, Sean Lee coming back, ways. our defense. They found ways. They got to get the Cowboys yeah. credit. I hate saying that, but, you know, they could have easily folded after we three. I thought it was, I thought the season was a fold after those three games. Exactly right. I thought, okay, this is the foreshadowing of what our rest, the rest of the season is going to be like. But right. they made some adjustments that have really worked out, which is good. Good to see. Um, and I don't know if you guys caught on that uh, Jason Witten first down that was <laughs> on the third down that uh, Jack Del Rio challenged, and they refuted his challenge, and they said that it was a first down. It so was not. Mm-hmm. That was not even close at all. That's what I'm Murka's saying. Gifts this okay. game. <laughs> Sometimes Mur- you got to pay to work. That's what you got to do. Man. I'm That's saying, guys. I'm just putting out the list of why this ref is coming back to us because he called the Des oh, caught it no catch. That's so hard. You're on. refusing to see the conspiracy. There's theory. no conspiracy. <laughs> not even. I am so anti sports conspiracy. It's, when someone brings up a sports conspiracy, I lose my mind. I go it's crazy. Rigged. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, I want to ask you though. You playing okay. Seattle next week? Yeah. Playoff game. Yeah. It's an absolute playoff game. Yeah. Um, okay. Feel? So I always said this. You know, the, the weeks leading up that Seattle is beatable. Mm-hmm. And I think Zeke coming back is huge, not just for his talent, for his run game, but for our offense working together and getting back into the mindset that is our offense, the balance and the attack. And hopefully, you know, we love throwing the screen pass to Zeke. Hopefully the passing game comes back alive with him. However, what concerns me is the timing that we're seeing Seattle because they're off of these two huge rough losses, Jacksonville at home and the demoralization from the Rams. So they're either going to be super hungry because they're still fighting for the playoffs too, or they're deflated. So this could work in our favor or it cannot, but the timing makes me nervous. I think if the Cowboys just come to play, they're going to win. Because I think even if even if the Seahawks come to play, I think Dallas is the better team. Because what was the Sean final Lee's score back, of that Rams team? I mean, like it was 43-7? Humiliating. That, they're not going to take that lightly and come back. and. But, I mean, it doesn't matter. If you don't have the talent to compete with, like, that's the thing. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, they're going to come out strong. Well, if your team's not that good, because I don't mm-hmm. think the Seahawks are that good. I think it's just Russell Wilson, to be honest with you. And their defense is shot. They're all injured. Mm-hmm. So who does Russell have right now? He doesn't have any crazy weapons on offense. At okay. all. They but have no they have no run game. Yeah. They have no line. They have average wide receivers at best. Their defense is depleted. They're not a good team right now. Yeah, it's, but Russell it's really just really, really good. That's he's it. But that's, he's, he's the only, <laughs> the only, the only type of the Rams to the Rams defense or the Rams had a really strong D line. You have to get pressure on him. Yes, it's not the Cowboys strength. No, but the Cowboys defense has we been have playing a good better. Pass rush. We have a good but it's not. It's not Rams. It's not Rams pass rush. No. But it's, still, know, <laughs> it's not better than the Eagles. In what look what right. Russell but Wilson did to the Eagles. I think so. the Cowboys are a significantly better team now that with Zeke, with Zeke back, with Sean Lee back, they're a significantly better team. I think if both teams come to play, the Cowboys win by 10, 14 points. It really depends which Cowboys yeah. team shows up. Honestly, it, it, it's. I'm not worried about whether the Seahawks show up. It's. Does Dallas show What's up? Zeke been doing and if that answer is yes, they're going to win, period. Like, if there, yeah. I almost feel like more has to happen for in the Cowboys' favor, like a little bit of luck, or the Seahawks to play a little bit badly. You know? Really? I yeah, don't. I, I, think I, if it's, I, I don't at all. I think all. you're way too I, low on the Seahawks. I don't know. i got to be honest. I, they're just, they're not the same team that we think of them as. They're not, they're not actually, but they're still a good football team. I think, I'm gonna, they're, uh, not, they're not Super Bowl. They're, I'm going to check a sports book at this point. I think this is a pick I think they're a little above average. I don't think they're that good. And then the Cowboys are not. I think, no. It's I think the Cowboys, Cowboys yeah. and it's on the road. The, the Cowboys, Cowboys they have Zeke. Here. They have Zeke back. Yeah. They have Sean Lee back. I think. Listen, going into the season, we thought the Cowboys were contenders for the Super Bowl, and I don't know if I think that anymore. But I do think that they're a legitimate playoff team when they're all healthy. I think they're significantly better than the Seahawks. Significantly, we'll see. Um, 
We can move on to the we can move on to the Redskins, but for predictions, I'm going to have sportsbook odds because okay. I am curious. Well, in order, I mean, it all comes down to also what else happens around the league. Right. So the Lions have to lose once, and one of the top three NFC South teams have to lose twice. So I can focus in on the Cowboys as much as I want, which I do. It all comes down to them. Like, nothing else matters if we don't play extremely well and we win and we get to the playoffs on our own. But there's still so much that has to happen, which I don't know if the Panthers or the Saints are going to lose twice. Well, they're playing each other. But losing twice will be hard. I could see the Falcons or the Panthers possibly doing it. I don't see the Saints losing twice. And the Falcons really messed me up last night with the win over Tampa Bay due to a missed field goal. Yeah. yeah, but that was so close. That would have been at least one on the, on the trail to the playoffs. So a lot has to happen if, for the Cowboys here. I'm a Falcons here. fan. I'm a little worried. I don't like the way the Falcons look. Even though they won yesterday, they didn't mm-hmm. like the way they looked at all. Um, their offense just doesn't seem to be clicking. The, the, I just, these are division games. It's just like, I feel like the rules are broken. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just different. Exactly. They played the Bucks. It's yeah. a team they play every year twice. Like, the Falcons, but the, to your defense, like the Falcons are a very inconsistent team, period. Yeah. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So, reason to be hopeful, but it's still like so many things have to happen. But Yeah. Whew, that's and a Seattle game. Detroit, I, Detroit. Mean, I think it would be a great game, though. If Seattle had won one out of those last two games, I'd feel better. For some reason, seeing a, you know, a team off of two really bad losses against the Cowboys I, makes me a little bit nervous. You don't deserve to be in the playoffs, just saying. We don't. <laughs> Is that, that's what you're saying. You know what? Who cares if we deserve it or not? If we get there, we kind of do deserve hater. it because we got there. You are a hater. Look, so let's talk about bro. what you're hating on them. Let's get, bring up some Redskins. <laughs> yeah, Cardinals. Sure. What did you hate about this game besides everything? I have to be honest. <laughs> I've watched very little of this football game. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted us to lose one because what's the point of winning? Um, mm-hmm. Oof. But... I mean, I'm, let's get a draft pick at this point. Um, I don't know. I don't have much opinions. It's kind of the same narrative. This game was a mess. Yeah. It was a mess. Like, who, who we had this worse? little, like, turnover montage here. Because it's not it's like, like the Cardinals who, played good. This is, no, they played horrible, and so did we. And we just yeah. so happened to play less as bad. Um, Blaine Gabbert. That was horrible. 16 out of 41. Disgusting. That what? <laughs> Pretty bad game. That's a bad game. So they're starting... Um, Staten again next week, so probably good idea. Gabbard's little flash of hope mm-hmm. is gone after this week. Yeah, so we have a Gabbard interception. Here that is, and then turns right around. And next, the, we're going to see a Vernon Davis fumble. Football, like this yeah. was just turn over. They stopped turnover. playing last week. The Chargers game. I was like, oh yeah, you guys yeah, aren't playing football yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just, good to know. It's over. No, just, that's just absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you heard. I don't know if you guys um, heard what Josh Norman said. He was just like, you know, just. One, expressing his frustration with the organization, but just like, if we're not here to go for championships, I came for championships. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're not doing that, what's the point? And, I mean, one, why'd you come to Redskins for championships? Guys, I, have, <laughs> I have a feeling that D'Angelo didn't watch our show last week. Oh, yeah, we, we know oh, that. Because we, 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 oh, we most definitely talked yeah, about that. I oh, with Josh and Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, um, yeah. So, we had I'm, a big discussion. I have a hot take on off-season stuff. Right, okay. Because Eli's not staying a giant. He's not going. He's, do not tell me he's going. Well, here's Cardinals. Um, the Jaguars don't need him. The Jaguars don't need him. We've been saying the Jaguars for a while, but I think the Jaguars have proven they have their own. Denver. Denver's coming up. Denver would love a Manning, but I honestly think the most Washington Redskins thing I can think of is that they would let Kirk Cousins go because they can't afford him, and then get Eli, who they also can't afford. I tell you what, they're going to do the Redskins. Why would they? That makes no sense. Here's what I've been hearing, though, a little bit of, it's, at least at, at my job and like guys who are mm. kind of close to the Redskins, that if they don't bring back Colt McCoy, the I, I mean, excuse me, Kirk Cousins. Kirk. Yeah, wow, no. you're already jumping but this down. Is what to I'm, the that is what yeah. I was about to say. There is there is a 
a thought that there's not that big of a difference between what Kirk Cousins does and what Colt McCoy does. That's ridiculous. And the price no. tag is quite different. Uh, and the, that's so some zeros play. and ones right I think there. The, the quality for, of maybe play for is you very guys on outside in who don't watch us like as regularly, but like the times we've seen Colt McCoy come in, he's he's produced rather well. He doesn't yeah. stay nearly. He doesn't stay nearly as healthy. You haven't seen him play no, an entire season is that, long. Is that what he's he doesn't say? It's health. Is that what he doesn't say nearly as healthy as Kirk Cousins does? But Against from the standpoint Colt. of what would be produced from a full NFL season, I feel like it'd be pretty much the same, and they'd save a lot of money. That is a money ball With play. With this, yeah. off- we, we can't see. We we're, see we're Kirk going to be Cousins. seven and nine. You th- I don't think it's that may be the ceiling of Colt McCoy. But what's the point? In- I think if Colt McCoy was a starting quarterback for the Redskins this whole season with the 2017 Redskins offensive line, he would not project the same amount of play. I agree. Amount of numbers, but if you if you bring a Colt, not that I'm like defending it, but like if you yeah. bring a Colt McCoy in, then you can get more of those weapons that yeah. like Kirk Cousins needed. You sign Kirk Cousins to $36 million, you're not bringing in those receivers I that he needs. I think Kirk had the weapons this year, just didn't work out. They had Jordan Reed, he got hurt. You thought Jamison Crowder was going to be a number one. You got Terrell Pryor, you thought he was going to be a number one or a number two. They drafted Josh Doxon, they you had the weapons. You three guys who have not had good seasons or have not played. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're, they're going to pay so that's a lot of ifs, but that's in a your lot mind, of ifs, and you're going to They're going to pay $52 million for Eli. Going to next season with the same idea weapons. of trying to do the same thing? That makes no I'm sense. I'm saying that that fell flat this season. But they did go out and they tried to get the weapons for Kirk. All they did was sign Terrell Pryor. We already had Jordan Reed and Jamison Crowder mm-hmm. and Josh Dawson. Are you like a Pierre Garçon who is huge? Josh well, Stocks I wanted them to bring healthy. back one of those guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. Pierre Garçon to me is one of the most yeah. underrated. Yeah. I was surprised that they yeah. didn't try to. Bring He's so underrated. But they had you know. to keep. Yeah. They felt they needed to keep Kirk Cousins for right. this season. But if seven and nine is the best, like, man, I, I'm not defending this organization. Like I don't understand everything. No, I'm on that McCoy train as well because that's a money ball play. Right. So you wouldn't mind. That's a Colt McCoy. That's a because if it doesn't, <laughs> if it doesn't work, do something different. I don't I know. Yeah, because if it doesn't work, that. who cares? And if it I'm works, pretty, you can you yeah. can break I mean, it down with after zeros the and Cowboys ones. game. I just kind of like okay, this is yeah. If you want to, we're like oh yeah. If he had weapons, then it'd be better. Okay, well we don't have the money to get weapons if we give you the money that you want. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like all right, that he's yeah. worth. Okay. Yeah, it's not I worth think- it. I, you My guys, you love, you love Kirk Cousins. You I can do. have him. Well, hey, <laughs> you know, could probably afford yeah, it. Please take him. No, 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 I feel no, like no. we can literally just Josh Rosen. Josh I Rosen. feel like we can literally just go back and forth. We but could. some we guys could. have bad seasons. Like the Giants lost their two starting receivers this year too. It's just Four. the year. <laughs> Kirk so, Cousins didn't have a bad season statistically. He had a good season, but he didn't I, have a winning season. Yeah, but that's the point. W's not. I'm just saying, like, what other weapons? Like, I feel like you have the weapons. It Chris just Thompson's didn't work out this year. Okay. Like, you need the running back oh, hey. and you need the offensive hey, line. Let's, but go to, let's go to last year. We didn't make the playoffs with 2,000-yard receiving guys. And he had two opportunities to clinch the playoffs against the Panthers and against the Giants, and they lost. Sorry. Okay, he had the weapons last year. Now now what? Okay. It's kind of like, I, yeah. we get it. I don't know. Yeah, if they bring him back, I'm okay with it, too. Because we'll, yeah. we'll be semi-competitive. But, like, mm-hmm. I if, see why they wouldn't bring him yeah, back. Yeah, he's clearly... For him, he's more about the stats. And for him, you're buying the stats. But the only stat anyone should worry about is the W's. Right. The W's haven't been there for the Redskins. I'll say it time and time again. Kirk Cousins, <laughs> it's it's third and eight. We need a first down. Six yards. We got the first down. He got the stat. We didn't get the first down, but he got the yards and the stats. So his yeah, numbers the, look great. He got the reception. He got the six I'm yards. I'm going to lie. That's one the, of the most right. like, genius analogies. It's, it's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's Kirk Cousins. Well, like, I'm going to steal that analogy. From, 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 I stole it from someone, too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Besides the Eagles being in the playoffs and the Cowboys maybe being in the playoffs, we still have some stuff going on in this current season. But honestly... At this point for the NFC East, I'm just excited for the offseason. Like, I'm excited for the offseason. Can't wait 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 for the offse
wait for the season to be over. Some of I'm us are excited, excited for the postseason. Like, I'm excited as well, especially the Cowboys are still contenders, but I, I'm honestly intrigued to see what's going to happen to these two teams. Yeah, Who are the Giants going to sign as their head coach? Are the Redskins going to have Kirk Cousins in a burgundy uniform last, next year? Like, is there? Are they going to get a star running back in the draft? What's going to happen? Is Josh so Rodriguez going to be the team reporter for the New York Giants? We hey, don't know. Hey, Let's hey, find out. Is that a possibility? No, not at all. Has he sent them a real? I'm well, just speaking into existence. We like do that. still have two weeks left. It's two weeks, two right? Weeks. Yes. Two more weeks of the NFL left, but we are out of time tonight, so we will be back not next week. We are off because the studios are closed for Christmas. Oh, yeah, but right. we will see you, what day is that? January 3rd? January 2nd? January 3rd or 2nd? Because they're closed <laughs> till the 2nd. Well, you can We're watch numbers. us all week. We're on YouTube. Look at a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> we clearly okay. didn't. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, guys. This has been the NFC East Reactions and Update Show on AfterBuzz TV. My name is Jenna Bussier. You can find me on Twitter at Jenna underscore Bussier. I'm Josh Rodriguez. Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. Also, just letting you guys know, we're going to try to do an NBA weekly type show. So if you're an NBA fan, join us. This panel right here, we just discussed doing an NFL playoff show. Juliet's in the booth. She's an engineer. I have to go through mm-hmm. her and ask her for permission. But I think she'll be fine with it. So stay tuned for all that stuff. And I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter almost exclusively. That's at Steve Kaufman, K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. And I'm D'Angelo. You can hit me up on Twitter at D'Angelo TV or on Instagram at D'Angelo. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Go Giants. Have a good one. Josh Rosen. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.